This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. David Cruz with the Comstock Report. On the grains, pre-annual USDA report profit-taking is set into the Chicago Board of Trade markets. While the sentiment is still bullish, some in the trade are going to want to take some risk off ahead of the USDA reports next Tuesday. We expect those reports to be bullish, but corn and soybean markets traded $5 and $13, so they know that. Much bullish news is already dialed in. Yet we expect the soybean carryover to be almost non-existent and for the corn carryover to tighten to whatever constitutes pipeline supply with current demand. Gains have been remarkable and easy up to this point and will become more two-sided in the future. These markets still have to bid for acres. The first thing necessary to get a top is for the market to stop going up. Even then, the first break doesn't hold. We expect the investment trade to continue to park money in commodities. Both markets look past the failed coup attempt Wednesday, seeing the outcome of the event as a positive reassertion of U.S. democracy. The seditious mob leaders will pay a political price. The result will be that the Democrats control both houses of Congress and the White House, with the GOP split and having their own civil war. Markets think that the change in administrations will bring needed federal control to pandemic management. The new Congress will spend more money, so fiscal stimulus will be added to the Fed's monetary effort to support the economy. The bond market appears to think that one result will be inflation. Even the dollar was showing some signs of being supported. The current goal set by Dr. Fauci is for health practitioners to administer 1 million doses of a vaccine per day. Despite advance notice and professed planning, the rollout of the vaccines has been disappointing to say the least. The bottleneck was not supply so much as the logistics to give the shots to people. I have been waiting most of my life for them to fix the locks and dams on the Mississippi River, which have outlived obsolescence. Politicians have talked about the need to improve river transportation infrastructure, but done nothing for a couple of decades. Congress finally came up with another billion dollars over the next decade to fix locks and dams in the upper Mississippi in their funding measure. Money for this had been being collected at 50-50 federal private barge fuel tax receipts. The Water Resources Department Act changes the formula to 65-35, with a larger contribution from the government that will give them an additional $100 million a year. It will cost them more if they allow inland waterways to self-destruct from old age. $10 billion in fees had been collected for the Harbor Maintenance Trust Fund that Congress freed up to be spent for that purpose. They have to dredge to allow access for larger vessels. No, they cannot just wait for global warming to raise water levels. On the hogs, Chinese hog feed production has recovered to near pre-pandemic levels, so they are making progress on the restoration of their African swine fever ravaged herds. China claims to have recovered the herd size to 90% of normal. Corn prices hit $11 a bushel in China. That likely means that their demand for U.S. pork will wane in coming months. They still have to maintain commodity purchases to have any chance of complying with the Phase 1 trade agreement. It was a two-year deal. On the cattle, lower negotiated cash prices early in the week did nothing but fuel the fire that the market would just continue a downward move. Luckily, some steady cash trade in Texas on Tuesday helped to stabilize things during the trading session. The interesting part of this trade in Texas was how it was conducted. 
there is a co-op group of cattlemen in Texas that have started a new program called the Texas Cash Pool. Their plan that has been in the works for several months now is to pool pens of cattle from multiple feedlots and take sealed bids from the packers. Tuesday was the first time that we have seen trade this way, and it was successful. They received bids for several packers and ended up selling 700 head at $1.1203. This trade did allow the market to see some steady cash versus last week and just generally improved the demeanor among cattlemen. One of the easiest ways for cattle producers and feeders to gain some ground in today's market is to increase transparency and work together to establish a fair market for all involved. This outside-the-box thinking and coming up with new ways to increase the volume of negotiated cash on a weekly basis will undoubtedly even the playing field between the packers and others in the industry. The cattle industry has gotten more current in marketings and high-priced corn could help it stay that way. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.